0: Hello, and um, welcome to my second podcast episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed chatting with Michelle last week. This week, I've got Kate McMurtry on the line with me. Kate is an executive director out of our Moscow office with greater responsibilities across the CEE region. Hi, Kate. How are you
1: today? Hi, Sissy. Great. Thanks for the invitation.
0: Good. Great. Um, so I wanted to you know, introduce you. You are um, most interesting character because you've got such a you know a colorful background um you know you've lived uh, an interesting life at full speed in high color so um i'm really looking forward to us catching up today um so um shall we get into it then yes great yes. let's dive in great okay so typically you work in our moscow office but your family are french and you spent the lockdown in your once home how has that been And are you going to be going back to Moscow anytime soon?
1: Well, Sissy, you know, we're kind of... uh, We've become big city people against the odds. So Moscow, of course, has all the advantages and disadvantages of a huge 24-7 city. And you can't help but miss that when you're living now in a, a little French countryside town. So... The short answer is yes. You know, as soon as the borders reopen with Moscow, then uh, then I'm on my way back to the Moscow office. And in the meantime, of course, we're you know we're enjoying the mountain views and uh, and the lake. So as summer approaches, so lockdown has been a really interesting uh, experience, and uh, and I think that it's. It's taught us all a lot that I think is going to be hugely useful uh, in the coming years.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Um, I mean, I think you and I discussed it before. This has been one heck of an experiment. Um, so usually you work across lots of different countries with very many different cultural differences and all sorts of industry, industry nuances. So that must be fascinating at the best of time but you're probably quite used to it having done this for a number of years now. Can you maybe tell us a little bit about how some of these countries have been responding and how they're now opening up again?
1: Sure. Well, I think, you know, we are uh, a very interesting part of Europe in that we are we are still uh, to a large degree, the emerging markets on the doorstep of Western Europe. And when I say that, I, I mean Russia and, uh, and Central and Eastern Europe countries, where uh, these are countries who not that long ago went through a great deal of change. And I think that that change and that, let's say, the adaptability of the people that we find in those countries uh, has made them I think extremely resilient to exactly these types of forces. So here we have something, of course, that is a major health issue. Uh, but beyond that, you know, in the global financial crisis, whenever we have, and in Russia, uh, we've had multiple, let's say, ruble or oil crises over the last six to seven years, and uh, and. Without a doubt, I think that you know the the response of people, and definitely the response of uh, the people in our teams. They are extremely resilient, very hardworking, very positive, and focused. About okay, here's a roadblock. What do we need to do to keep going? How do we band together to make the best of it? And uh, and you know on overall, I don't think I could say that. I've seen a big difference from one country to the next. Across the board, they have all been incredibly resilient.
0: Wow, okay. So, you know, it sounds to me like they're, they're an incredibly resilient and dynamic bunch of people um, with a great team spirit to get together and actually, like you said, overcome a roadblock, which is is um, quite something. I'm impressed. I mean, I have yeah. to say, I've just got off the phone with some of the guys in Poland and they just seem like they're mm-hmm. – entirely focused and, you know, ready to you know, get back in the saddle and deliver to make some results for
1: clients. Well, absolutely. And not only that, the other thing I think that is a, is a really endearing quality about these markets, both from a business perspective and a human perspective, is their ability to really uh, come together and make creative things happen. So they're really good at having creative ideas. I mean, I think in Russia – we have, we've been through so many rounds of finding ways to help our clients solve their real estate problems over the last seven years that we almost, you know, can't think of a situation where we would sit down and say, what are we going to do? You know, we know how to just sit down and come up with a solution.
0: Amazing. So the, the wheel's been reinvented so many times, you know, every wheel That's there exactly. is. How fascinating. Exactly. It's it's really amazing. I I really enjoy working internationally precisely because of this sort of experience. Um, Now, you are not new to managing people remotely, but perhaps this might be the longest period away from your team. What do you think you've been doing differently and how specifically have your team been stepping up in supporting our clients?
1: Well, that's a, a very good question. And uh, and probably I think that's been one of the biggest challenges in this crisis is to understand how to really stay in touch with people and how not to let Zoom and business calls on Zoom uh, make us lose that human factor because the human factor is exactly in the gap zone now, you know? The human factor is what we used to cover with a five-minute coffee break together or, you know, a chat in the hallway, and we don't have that now. So I think from my perspective, what I've been really trying to do is to make sure that we carve out the time to have some personal chats with people to see how people are feeling, to see if they're okay, to see how their kids and their families are coping.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've been heavily focused on that well-being piece of our team Particularly when we, you know, you know, find out that someone might be living alone and spent majority of this entire period completely isolated.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I have to say, I've been really inspired by the work of you and Michelle and all of the financial services sector group because you've been so visible with with that big group of people that you're working with, and uh, and and it has. It's really inspired me as well to to try to stay in contact with our teams and to make sure that. You know, that we're not just talking about how do we keep the business going, but that we talk about how they're doing and how they're getting through it all. Great, great. Well,
0: I mean, it, it's really great to hear that, you know, I've said it many times, but I certainly feel that CBRE is a very people company and we're all taking a similar approach, which is making sure people, whether that's clients or it's our colleagues, are all feeling mentally fit and healthy throughout this. Yes. Yeah. So the, yes. the situation that... COVID-19 presents is a real opportunity to make some what I believe are transformational changes in our industry. What do you think are your observations and your predictions for the next 12 months to five years?
1: Well, I think that the big no-brainer, especially in uh, in some of the Eastern European markets, uh, is the fact that so many companies operating in those markets with their local colleagues who might not have fully embraced remote working previously, have now understood that it could really be a part of their plan for the future. And uh, I think that that is just a, a, it's a, it's a huge watershed moment, you know, where uh, for years we've had uh, a lot of companies who just didn't think that it could match their style of business or their style of management. And while I don't expect that remote working is going to take over the world, I think we're going to come to a healthy balance of collaborative work in the office mixed with remote working. And uh, The fact that a big part of those barriers have come down, I just, I love speaking with clients, for example, in Moscow, who say that they have amazed themselves by how successful It has been, even though their teams miss being together and they want to come back to the office. And we believe, you know, everybody is now on the path back into the offices in Moscow and the other countries. Um, I think that it's now going to be much easier for HR directors and heads of businesses to accept uh, that they could have a percentage of their employees working remotely part of the week. Yeah, it's, um,
0: it's really it's really quite something. We, we're talking about it extensively in London that you know people will be now working one to two days a week from home.
1: Yes, well, and I think though, I mean, I think in the UK probably much more so even than in other Western European countries, that philosophy was already very broadly embraced, wasn't it? So many people were already working from home. That's right. But the reality the reality is is that in in moscow for example it really had not yet become the standard and and that's not to say that there won't still be some you know some bumps along the way but i do believe that it's uh, it's opened a door that that just you know was was cracking open but wasn't very wide open I mean, I can say, for example, we do have some clients in Russia, companies like Siemens, Unilever, who were already, and of course, the big consulting firms, who were already doing a lot of remote working. But overall, it was a a small percentage of global occupiers who were present there
0: yeah sure. I mean the names you just mentioned there in Siemens and Unilever, they would have been being led, I suppose, by example out of their their, their offices in Germany and the UK and places like that. Um, and I guess there must be a little bit of like historic um, presenteeism in cultures that are um, more Eastern in nature, where you've got to be seen by the boss to be believed that you're being um, productive.
1: Yes, I mean, and I think it's not only, a, I hear about it still in a lot of Western European markets as well, you know. But I, I think that it's more about a generational shift in management as well. Yeah, you know, I, as I agree. The, the reality is, is that there are many different forms of ways to work productively, efficiently. And, uh, and it's about having, uh, it's about management, having an open mind and seeing the positive results. Brilliant, brilliant.
0: No, I, I agree. I think I think we're going to be seeing a lot more diversification of where you work from. I mean, personally myself, I've, I've actually booked hopefully to be in Israel for most of August, and I'm hoping to be able to work remotely for at least a week of my time there. So um, fingers crossed that border opens up for me. Um, so, Kate, it's been really interesting talking to you about um, the resilience of the market over there and all the different changes that they've actually gone through and that this is just sort of almost the latest in what's been a wave of quite impactful events over there. Um, Do you have anything else you'd like to add about how you thrived over the last three months personally and as a business?
1: Well, I think, uh, let me think. From a, from a business perspective, I think that the experience of um, this intense communication, daily communication, really hours upon hours of communicating with clients and colleagues online, uh, for me, it's a new skill, frankly speaking, and I've really enjoyed it. So I think that's a great skill to have. And uh, of course, we all had to acquire it very quickly and under intense circumstances. But uh, I think that it's I, I think that it helps us to hone our productivity and focus. And I think focus is a really important part of building success. And uh, and on a personal level, I have to say that being here has made it possible for me to rediscover my love of cycling. Which in Moscow, you sort of, I hate to say it, but even though things are really improving, you still have to be quite brave, you know, to get on your cycle, to get on your bike and ride it to work. And of course, there's only a short time during the year when you could really imagine doing that in Moscow. So here I can be, you know, up early in the morning and out near the lake, cycling near the lake almost every day, early. And, uh, and now I guess I need to get back to Moscow and see if I'm ready to get out on my bike.
0: Well, I hope he lives near somewhere where it's uh, safe to cycle there then. I've been, <laughs> I've been across the garden ring before. That is one hell of a road.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't think I'd ride my bike across oh. the garden
0: ring. Oh, I would not go near that <laughs> road of the bicycle. I think I've I think, seen
1: people do it. I've oh. seen people do it. But, I, it just... Well, looked, anyway, it, it's all it's all happening. You know, Moscow is becoming a better city for doing outdoor sports. So, yeah, but I guess I just need a I need a super helmet, and off I go.
0: <laughs> just get a motorcycle <laughs> helmet and some motorcycle clothing oh, and some like, leathers no, with some be, good pads in them. <laughs> that'll
1: be very fashionable on my bike.
0: Probably a bit hot <laughs> as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. You definitely need showers in the office.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay then, Kate. Well, I I want to say thank you very much for joining me. Um, It's been super, super fascinating. Um, I look forward to connecting with you regularly as we do. Um, I think, you know, my key observations that I've taken away from that call there were um, just the human factor of this whole situation has been extraordinary in, in a positive way. Um, the dynam- dynam- dynamism and the resilience of your team has been exceptional in supporting and helping our clients, and that there's a fantastic level of opt- optimism over there. And I think you know one thing that I've written down here that I think I hadn't quite acknowledged before. So thank you for raising it. Is just the amount of upskilling we've had to do very quickly in communication and productivity. So thank you so much for your time, and we will thank speak soon. Thank To
1: see more power to you. Look forward to your next your next vlog.
0: Thank you so much. Speak later.